Welcome to the SCORE Innovation Podcast. Here we explore how innovation is driving change around the world in our life and health ecosystem. My name is Manisha Dias, Head of Partnerships in the US and your host for today. Our world is changing rapidly and we want to explore changes and embrace transformation. As one of the world's largest reinsurers, SCORE provides insurance companies with diverse and innovative solutions that are focused on the art and science of risk. Combining technical expertise and experience, SCORE leverages global know-how in over 80 countries focused on innovation and the insurance industry. Today with me, we have Felix Ortiz with us. He's the CEO and co-founder of ONU. We recently announced our collaboration with ONU on developing a first-of-its-kind all-in-one banking and insurance solution. Welcome, Felix. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So I'd love to start with just having our audience understand a bit about your background um, and then to talk a little about the origin of ONU and where that came from. Uh, sure, no problem. And uh, you know, again, great. Uh, to, thank you for having me here. The origin of Anu came from my own upbringing. So my background is I grew up in New York City when it wasn't such a great spot to grow up in the 80s and 90s. I remember being seven years old and my uncle would have a bat, you know, chasing the gentleman trying to break into our apartment. <laughs> but you know, that that set the stage for, you know, some life lessons that would always stay with me and shape my values and in, in whatever I did. And the inspiration of Anu was really my grandmother. And my grandmother was the rock of our house, our family back then. Unfortunately, she passed away at a young age. But seeing my grandmother essentially pay groceries with food stamp and, and how she looked down every time she paid with it and how she lacked the ability to understand financial mobility or finances or even insurance really always, you know, was kept in, in my mind. And I always you know, wondered what could I do to fix that? Not only for people like my grandmother, for people that are, you know, across the United States and the world that could be impacted similar to these, my, my family back then and my grandmother. Thank you. Yeah, powerful story, especially when it's one that comes from your own personal, personal experiences. Um, so this isn't your first time being a, a co-founder either. Could you talk a bit about some of your you know, previous companies leading up to Anya? Yeah, so my uh, path into startups and entrepreneurship was a little bit different, not, not going your typical route of Stanford or Ivy. I went into the military, actually. I was in the Army. I was a paratrooper in the U.S. military. And I got into what's called the Green to Gold uh, program of a cadet corps. And there, as I was transitioning back to a cadet at St. John's University, I got exposed to what was called Veterans on Wall Street. And at the time, Veterans on Wall Street was started by a gentleman who was a former chairman and CEO of the New York Stock Exchange, had about 20 Fortune 500 CEOs that were former West Point cadets, grads, or that are really passionate about the military. And so I entered the world of startups through a unique route, effectively a backdoor route, where these folks were the actual LPs in the venture capital funds. And that's how I got plugged in. My first startup was really around education technology, where I had this idea of creating a portable skills passport so that community colleges could be held accountable for the outcomes of students. So that was pretty fun. Followed after that startup, I founded another startup 
which uh, is growing pretty quickly as, as we speak as well, a company called Empath. And we effectively became the market leader in what's called skills inferencing technology. So anchored with a Fortune 10 as our first customer, grew that company very, very quickly. And then in June of this year, this past year, I launched Anyu with my co-founder, Ryan, uh, who's also a serial founder. And it's been an amazing ride since. So, you know, I, I love building things. Wonderful. So, you know, as you were talking about, you know, your grandmother's past and how you wanted to be able to help, you know, more Americans who are in similar situations to have protection you know, from a financial perspective. So can you tell us a bit about what, what Onyu does and how it actually helps that, how it helps close the protection gap, but also helps build stability? Sure, yeah. So if we take a step back and we look at the typical individual and what we would consider as a moderate income uh, to lower income class, there's this notion of, for example, I equated to uh, when I was growing up, I had family members that lived in the projects, right? And in those projects, you have generational families that continue just to live in those apartments. The reason for that is it's a cycle and it's hard to break that cycle because one, they either become complacent to it or the initiatives that are being provided to these folks that they get help from the city or the government doesn't really provide them the incentive or the mindset to like grow forward. But at the same time, there are no products that they can attain. So with that, they become stagnant, right? You equate that to the 166 million Americans that today lack financial security. And what that means is basically something as simple as having access to a credit card that's unsecured, having the ability to get a mortgage, to get a rent apart, to rent an apartment, to get life insurance and not understanding what that means and the lack of financial literacy. And the products that have existed for many years in market are not designed to service this demographic. If you actually look at the neobank or the, or the insure tech market, the firms are effectively using the same off the shelf products, just branding it differently and bringing it to market, targeting the same demographic. I think about it like an ocean and in a segmentation perspective. So when I saw that, uh, you know, I said, you know, there's only one way to really solve this is that you have to use the user's data to power the design of the product. So that's why for us designing products from scratch with partners is very important because in order to fulfill financial inclusion, uh, mobility and net worth creation, as well as financial protection, you need to have products that are meeting the users where they are and continuing to grow with them. So that's why we came up with the vision of creating on you to become the one-stop financial wellness app where we provide members access to proprietary products on a term life policy, AD and D policy, where they get guaranteed issuance of an offer with just three questions, no medical, pretty cool. Also unsecured credit card where the APR rate goes as low as 12.99 and there's no predatory lending or annual fees or hidden fees. And it can go all, uh, all the way up to 5,000 on the credit line. And then they get smart banking and smart savings so that they have a financial guide, which in the app is actually my grandmother, where they now have and feel empowered to understand it. Now they have a financial security roadmap, a plan to help them move towards financial inclusion and mobility. And that's how we break the cycle, all right? That's how we create financial protection for these communities that have been overlooked. Oh, that's great. And as, as someone who came to the States from Canada and didn't have a credit score, I saw firsthand how difficult it was to, 
to try to build credit when you don't have any credit to start. So I think what you're doing is so powerful and helps a lot of people who are struggling with this exact issue. So, you know, to, to pull all of this off, you know, it's not, it's, a, it's not a light effort whatsoever. And you have some wonderful collaboration partners to bring on you to life. Can you chat a little about each of them? Yeah, I mean, we, we, could, we wouldn't be here without our partners. So for me, you know, ha- having this be now my third startup, I basically realized that, you know, when I was a younger founder, first time founder, for me, logos were more important. Like the big logos, the brand logos, I was like, oh, we need to hit this logo. But as I grew and matured as a founder, it isn't just the logo, it's the mission alignment, the vision alignment, and more importantly to me, the values alignment. And that's what we looked for in our partners. And so, you know, we ended up obviously having great partners uh, score on the reinsurance side, which we're excited about and proud about. And on the life insurance side, we have the, the AAA life and they're amazing. I remember talking to a mentor of mine. I told him, hey, we got AAA as a life insurance partner. He was like, I didn't even know they had life insurance. <laughs> I thought, you know, but it was pretty, pretty cool to, to get with them, you know, 60 million members. And then on the banking side, we have Visa as our network partner, which, you know, they're pretty amazing and Evolve Bank as well. So really, you know, it took having four key partners to bring our vision into market and it to become a reality, becoming the financial wellness app for the demographic of focus. Yeah, and it's been getting a lot of excitement. I keep getting fun notifications about different milestones you've hit on the on the wait list and how it's it's really exceeded expectations. So so where are you at right now in terms of the wait list? What are the deployment plans? Yeah, so we have over 230,000 people on the wait list in less than 55 days now. We have started, uh, we completed our internal friends and family testing. As of yesterday, we started onboarding real users in a controlled format. We will continue to have a controlled rollout. We're calling them founding members all the way through uh, September. We plan to announce our big launch at on CNBC at Latitude Summit in, in San Diego. And at that point, it just becomes live to everybody. At this point in time, users can enter. We provide, you know, through an invite code only. So they're, you know, pretty excited about that. We're starting in Texas. The rollout, as of right now, we'll do that through probably the next, you know, few weeks, and then be able to expand across the compact states, about 42 states in the U.S. fairly quickly uh, as part of the controlled rollout. And then our expectation is to have a pretty healthy growth by the end of the year and then continuing to add over time next few quarters additional products that can supplement our membership community. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Felix. I'm very excited for the full launch. Love what you're doing. Love how you're bringing not just embedded insurance, but really a fully embedded platform that is an all-in-one. And um, you've just done it in such a such a thoughtful way. Uh, that can break a lot of the cycle. So thank you very much for your time, for joining us, for being here on our innovation podcast and look forward to all our future conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Anisha.